uh, when folks uh, get sick and they're gone and travel and other things, we, uh, we end up running with some skeleton crews. And, and let, I'm saying that to say this even about those cameras. Uh, if we do get a, a camera uh, and, uh, and doing that type of a thing, here's, here's the deal. People who are already doing stuff can't do that. Uh, and uh, because the people already doing stuff are doing stuff. So that means we've got to have somebody else jump in uh, and say, I will do that. I know how to do it, or I'm willing to learn uh, to do that so we can have uh, those types of ministries uh, going forward. And, uh, and so it's something that we need. I know there have been many people say, asking about uh, what are we going to do uh, uh, going forward uh, with the Facebook stuff. And, uh, and we're using people's phones and things, and there's just a whole lot better quality cameras and things that we can use. But we just need people to jump on board. Uh, and to help us uh, in those areas. And same thing with choir uh, and stuff. There's always, I'm giving you just kind of a a nudge as a church uh, tonight before we get into uh, our uh, message, uh, but there's what's called the um, Paraitu Principle, uh, and that Paraitu Principle is uh, 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Uh, or 80% uh, of, uh, you know, so there's, there's a statistic with all of that. And uh, there's a saying uh, that goes, uh, if you want something done, give it to the busiest person you know. Because uh, it's the busy people that you know that get things done. Uh, but in a church body, uh, everybody's got to jump in uh, and, uh, and be part of that and labor. Uh, and, and so uh, when some, some people are missing today and, it le- and leaves big holes, uh, in, uh, in their ministries because they're gone. Uh, and so if you're, if, if for you, if it's, I can be gone, I can be gone for months and nobody notices. Uh, that's not good. Uh, it should, you should, if you're not here on any given Sunday, it should leave such a big hole uh, that it's very difficult um, uh, to fill. And so uh, just pray about that uh, and jump in. Uh, but it's also kind of one of those deals to where when we put out general kind of like, hey, we're going to have a work day. Um, some people will sign up to that. But if I go to someone and say, hey, would you come and mow the grass or would you come and work on the kitchen, then folks come. So a direct ask usually gets more response because when we do a general, like I say, somebody needs to uh, join the choir, uh, then everybody believes somebody else will do it. Uh, and so maybe I, maybe I heard you sing, and I'll come up and ask you to be in the choir and, uh, and uh, jump right in, uh, and uh, God will bless. Uh, let's stand together tonight. We're going to read... Uh, just a couple of verses to begin uh, from Psalm 103, uh, and I'm just going to read the first uh, uh, couple of verses, uh, and then uh, we're going to be jumping down uh, into some things uh, that I'm grateful for. Uh, we are uh, coming up on a revival meeting time that's scheduled with Brother Getch, and I'm looking forward to have him having him be here. Uh, it's going to be a, an awkward time of the week because we're doing a Friday, Saturday, Sunday meeting. Uh, and we have to do that because of uh, his availability. Uh, but uh, so even though it's going to be out of the ordinary, uh, I pray that you'll all be uh, present. Uh, and if you've never heard Brother Getch uh, preach in person, it'll be a treat for you. And I promise that you'll be blessed. Uh, but I'm thankful for, uh, for those opportunities to have men like that in. We have Brother Rasmussen be here uh, even just on the Wednesday following that. There's much to be thankful for. And in Psalm 103, the Bible says this in verse number 1. Uh, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget forget not all His benefits. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that You bless this message this evening. We love You in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Uh, And you may be seated. Uh, There are many things uh, that I am thankful for. 
Uh, one of the main things that I'm thankful for as a Christian is God's grace. Uh, at, you know, we are recipients of the grace of God in salvation. Uh, God has uh, given us the gift of salvation. It's not anything that we've, uh, we've worked for or, or that we can gain uh, own. Uh, it's just a free gift of God. Grace is often defined as God's unmerited favor. Uh, we know, and I can't really get into it because it will make the message a whole lot longer, uh, but uh, there are, uh, the Bible describes as manifold graces. There are multiple graces. There's grace in salvation, but there's other graces God wants us to excel in, uh, or the graving as an example from 1 Corinthians chapter number uh, 8, I believe. Uh, so we're to grow on that. Um, we, can, we can have the blessings of God, the favor of God on our life, and in, even though modern Christianity and I don't even think it's modern Christianity because most modern Christians believe this. It's just uh, people who uh, are mad at Baptists that don't. Uh, grace, uh, one person can have grace, uh, not the grace of salvation. When you got saved, you, got, you received a measure of grace uh, that saved you. Uh, but the Bible is clear that you can have more grace. Um, for example, it says that, uh, that if uh, God gives more grace to the whom? To the humble. So, so logic would kind of help you to conclude uh, that somebody who has, is, has more humility uh, has more grace because God said he'll give grace, more grace to them. Someone who's filled with pride has less grace, the hand of God, the favor of God. God's grace can be upon somebody. God, uh, we all know people that seem that God blesses them. He's given them grace uh, in favor upon their life. So there are scores and scores and scores of Bible verses that deal with that, that actual concept, and I'm thankful for it because God uh, in my life uh, has uh, all these years and, uh, and will more than likely into the future bless me in ways that I don't deserve, uh, and, uh, and God is good, and I'm thankful uh, for His grace. Uh, but I am probably, and I'm thankful for the grace of salvation, uh, first and foremost in my life, but the other graces, all the other grace that God bestows upon us uh, that uh, he says that, uh, that if we do this, he'll do that. Uh, and, uh, and there's conditional promises. Uh, so, uh, so can we just agree tonight uh, that the idea that uh, you can't have more grace than what you have now uh, is just crazy? Could you say amen? Uh, you can, the Bible says that. I'm thankful for grace. Uh, but I'm probably uh, more the recipient of God's mercy in my life than I am a recipient of God's grace. Uh, and so grace defined typically as unmerited favor, God giving us things that we don't deserve. Mercy is defined uh, oftentimes as God not giving us what we do deserve. Uh, and all of us deserve, because we are sinners, we deserve hell. Uh, God's given us the grace of salvation, but in salvation, He's extended mercy. He's forgiven us of our sin. He has kept us from judgment by paying our sin debt for us on the cross of Calvary. And so in salvation, His mercy uh, is, uh, is wonderful. I'm thankful uh, that I'm going to heaven. Uh, I'm thankful that I'm not going to hell. Uh, there's that, that old Southern choir song, we'll sing it one day, it'll make so many people mad, uh, and uh, that basically the chorus is, I'm not going to hell. <laughs> uh, it's, just a, it's just a hickey, uh, old-fashioned, southern choir song, and it's awesome. 
Uh, and uh, and you, know who, you know who hates that kind of song? Uh, are the people I'm describing, uh, who, who just, uh, for whatever reason, uh, have in their craw uh, uh, this issue and problem. So I'm thankful that I'm not going to hell. I'm thankful that I'm the recipient of God's mercy and salvation. But it's beyond that. I mean, it's every day. I mean, God, uh, I, I just kind of feel like, um, you know those, uh, um, you know those blue light bug zappers? Uh, you've seen those in people's yards. I kind of feel like a mosquito just flying around and at any moment just zap. Uh, like, like, God, like God could and should and, and would be totally within his right uh, just, uh, just, just like that uh, and zap me out. One of my favorite things, those little like tennis racket type looking things uh, and, uh, and chase. Now, I don't believe God's chasing me around waiting to, trying to zap me, but I know that, uh, that he could uh, and there have been a million times in my life where I felt like he should. But God has mercy, and he grants us mercy, and he renews it. And this passage says quite a bit about mercy, uh, and I wanted to uh, just remind us. Uh, you know, uh, God, it's easy for us to have testimonies and just be reminded of God's grace and how good he is and, uh, and how he's blessed us. And, man, you were just going along uh, when it, with life, and then God gave you some Biden bucks. Uh, and, uh, and unmerited, unmerited money out of nowhere, uh, and it just showed up in, uh, in your bank account. And, we're, and I'm saying that, say we have blessings. I'm kidding about that, but, uh, but God is so good, and we can run down, and you should practice that. Um, but if you just think for a minute um, how many times you've received God's mercy in that same amount of time, uh, you'll have just as big a list, probably bigger. Uh, and, uh, and just thank him for it. Um, you know, God is our Heavenly Father. We are uh, his, we're his children. Uh, we can cry, Abba, Father. There's an affection. There's a communion. There's a fellowship. Uh, there's a closeness. If I draw nigh to him, he says, he'll draw nigh unto me. I can enter the throne room of grace, uh, and uh, he is a present help in time of need, uh, a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is all those things to me, but he is a holy God. Uh, that can't stand uh, my sin. And so mercy uh, is, uh, is a benefit uh, that we see here in Psalm 103. The first thing I want you to notice, and we'll begin reading about that, uh, that very thing in verse number 8, about the manifestation uh, of God's grace in our life. Notice what it says in verse 8. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Now, before I read any more of these, uh, these verses, uh, if we understand as a child of God, I'm supposed to love as Jesus loved. I'm supposed to forgive even as Christ has forgiven me. Uh, not because I'm forgiven, but the same way, even as he has. Uh, uh, even though I was an enmity with God, uh, even though I was a sinner, God commended his love toward me in that while I was yet a sinner, uh, he died for me. Uh, and I don't deserve any of it. Um, and, and when I think about the mercy of God and his slowness uh, to anger, he knows my frame. Uh, he knows everything about me. He knows, he knows my faults. Uh, he knows my weaknesses. Uh, and uh, he loves me anyway. Uh, and, and, he, and he's slow uh, and he's plenteous in mercy. Uh, we need to be the same way towards one another. Uh, and uh, slow to anger, and, and plenteous in mercy, uh, and, and, and show mercy. It's like, well, you know, um, probably one of the 
easiest ways to illustrate is when you get, when somebody um, hits you, uh, if you've ever been hit, uh, the, your first reaction is to hit back. It just is. Um, and uh, it, it's just, we have that built into us, that fight or flight uh, kind, of a, kind of a thing. And, uh, but when, because we're saved and because we're new creatures in Christ, because we're human beings, uh, we have the ability between stimulus and response to think about what we're going to do and we can respond uh, in a right way. Uh, and, uh, and there are more uh, opportunities uh, in my life as I see these in my, in my own life and what God uh, has done for me to be plenteous uh, in mercy. Uh, there, are, there are things that people deserve. They deserve that. Uh, they deserve to whatever. But, uh, but God uh, is slow to anger and plenteous. He says he will not always chide, verse number nine, neither will he keep his anger forever. It's not like we keep it forever. <laughs> uh, we, are, we are really good uh, at holding grudges. Uh, we, that's, just, that's just how we are. I'll never forget. Uh, or you just don't know uh, what they did to me. And one day, and we know vengeance is his. Uh, we know that, that God says he will repay. Uh, and, uh, but we like to remind the Lord often about how slow he is to doing so. Uh, and, uh, and wish that uh, that vengeance uh, in things would come a whole lot quicker. But he doesn't, he doesn't keep his anger forever. Uh, the Bible says he chooses to not remember them. Uh, and, uh, and so it is, a, uh, it is a manifestation. God, he manifests his mercy in our life uh, almost every single day. Uh, I, have, I, have been, uh, I have been the recipient of the mercy of God uh, probably every day of my life as a Christian. Uh, and you say, how is that? Because we have, we have a flesh. Uh, we are bent on doing wrong. Uh, we get, uh, you, you, can, you can have read 50 chapters of your Bible and prayed for two hours uh, and, uh, and stopped off and, and emptied your wallet uh, to a person on the side of the road uh, and done 50 good deeds. Uh, and somebody pulls in front of you on I-5 uh, and you'll lose your testimony. Um, and we need his mercy. Uh, we, we, we read about, um, uh, well, the psalmist, or we, we read about Paul, uh, or pretty much every Bible character that we, we see uh, in the Word of God uh, who needed the mercy of God every day. And I'm thankful uh, that there is an endless supply of it. Uh, and, uh, he's, and so it's, he manifests it, and I know he manifests it in, in your life uh, each and every day as well. But it's, a, uh, it's also a, a measured mercy. Notice what it says in verse number 10. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Think about that for a moment. Um, the natural consequences of our sins. Oftentimes God doesn't deal with us that way. Um, and, he, and he blesses and helps us and brings us through. And uh, so many times we, uh, we behave our, uh, ourselves into, uh, into problems in our life and, and God uh, comes by and, and he's not obligated to bail us out. He's not obligated to fix it. Uh, but, but how many times has he done that very thing? That's mercy. Um, you deserve uh, that uh, broken relationship you deserve uh, that letter uh, from the bank. Uh, you deserve uh, whatever it is. I mean, you just, you just fill in the blank. 
uh, and, uh, and it just doesn't seem to come, and God is, and we never thank Him. I mean, this is, what shall, uh, you know, I don't want to forget the benefits of God, and, uh, and there are, God is so good to me, and He's blessed my family, and He's blessed this church, and, uh, and just on and on and on and on, God's grace and His goodness is evident in my life, uh, but one of the benefits that I have is the mercy of God, and I never forget to thank Him for it. Uh, and, uh, and, it, and he never deals with me uh, according to my iniquities. Not the way that he should. Um, certainly not, not the way that, uh, that would probably uh, be needful. Uh, and, and I'm thankful. Uh, you know, we pray, God, um, have, uh, you ever prayed this before? God, if you just, if, you know, if you just get me through this, I'm going to be better. I'm going to do better. God, if you just if you can just deliver, me. Uh, we uh, um, it's kind of akin to um, I, I saw Brother Neil, uh, Brandon Neil, who's pastoring uh, now in the states, and he is having their first uh, men's prayer breakfast, and uh, somebody had bought four or five boxes of Dunkin' Donuts, uh, and had donated the coffee, and and he was he was doing a video announcing that they were going to have this this fellowship and he said one of the first things we're going to do and he says we're going to pray that God blesses these donuts to the nourishment of our bodies <laughs> uh, and uh, like you know like they turn into uh, you know like halfway down your gullet or whatever uh, and uh, and uh, and so we uh, we we pray all kinds of crazy stuff um, and we'll add uh, if you just get me through I'm gonna and we never we never do better and if we do it's short-lived and we find ourselves begging God for mercy again. Uh, and claim the way, let me say this. It's never right for us to pray. God, you say things like this. God, you say in your word that your mercy uh, is uh, renewed every morning and that you're a merciful God. And so um, be merciful to me because you said you are. That's not how it works. Um, the whole name it, claim it side of our prayer life. And you can say, you know, and it's like we almost got to remind God, God, you said if I give, uh, that you'd give uh, and uh, open up the windows of heaven. Like we got to remind God about what he said. And we just really don't. But when we humble ourselves before God, say, God, um, you know, I don't, I don't deserve mercy, but please, would you give it to me? Um, and, uh, and, and Lord, and you might even say, I deserve mercy. I deserve the worst. Uh, and, uh, but God, if you see it uh, uh, in your heart and mind and it's your will to grant me mercy, would you please? Uh, and he just might do it. Uh, because he says he's slow to anger. And when we have uh, repentance and we're, we show contrition uh, and remorse uh, and we pray uh, and, and we're seeking the face of God in humility and, and asking God, uh, God, I'm just a mess. Would you please help me? That's the kind of prayer that he hears. Uh, and uh, that's when he will grant you a measured mercy. For as heaven, verse 11, is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them. That him. Now, um, as uh, God many times uh, will give us um, conditions for things, conditional promises. If you A, then B. Uh, he did that with the children of Israel. He does that with, for us as New Testament Christians. Uh, he, says if, uh, he says, if you are uh, a blessing to, if you give, he says, I shall supply all your need according to uh, my riches and glory. He says that uh, in Scripture. So we can, we can go through a bunch of those examples. 
you do this, uh, I will respond this way. You, if he says blessing <laughs> or cursing, uh, many places uh, in the Bible. We know that mercy uh, is something that God, it's God keeping from us the things that we deserve. And I know that grace, uh, unmerited favor, that aspect of grace is something that it's just God giving me something uh, that, uh, that um, fully from him. But there's aspects of grace that I can, I can gain the favor of God. Uh, if I, uh, for example, if I'm praying for the power of God on my life, uh, there's many stories about being a vessel that's fit for the master's use. Uh, he's not going to put, uh, you know, uh, old wine and uh, a new wine in old bottles. Uh, he, he, he just doesn't do that. Uh, if we want to be filled with the Spirit of God, we have to be able to be filled. He wants to. But if we're a dirty vessel, then God can't fill us. So what do we do? We pray. Uh, we, we confess. Uh, we get things right. We keep vows that we make. And we ask for the power of God. And He gives it. He gives wisdom uh, to those that ask for it. Uh, God is a, is a great God. Uh, but there's some prerequisites uh, in here uh, for the mercy of God. And here's what I mean by that. Um, I, want, I, I don't want God to zap me like a bug zapper. Um, I don't fear God uh, in the way like, um, uh, like I'm afraid of God. There's a reverence, there's a reverence for the Lord uh, and uh, in a, a fatherly fear uh, that is there. And I believe that it's balanced in my life. I don't live my life every day worried uh, that God, uh, God's going to kill me for being a bad person. He loves me. I'm saved. I'm his child. His thoughts towards me are good thoughts. Uh, he wants to commune with me, but he can't stand sin. Uh, and even though I'm no longer under condemnation, I'm in Christ Jesus. Uh, if, uh, if, if I, uh, if I um, well, this is say if I curse, God wants me to ask for forgiveness for that and to not do it again. And the Holy Spirit of God, uh, if, I, if I curse, would say, uh, my children don't speak like that. Uh, and verses like, a froward mouth that the Lord hate would come to my mind through the, through the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, out of the same mouth can't come blessings and cursings. I, I would think about verses that, that deal with my testimony uh, and uh, my walk with the Lord and my conversation uh, so that people uh, that see me would see Christ and, uh, and to know that I brought a reproach uh, upon the name of the Lord. And so I, I don't go, I don't go, oh, I, you know, somebody says, you shouldn't swear. I don't say well, that's all under the blood. God's already forgiven me uh, when I got saved. Uh, and so you shouldn't have any problem with my language. It was, it's nonsense. Uh, but modern Christianity teaches that. So here's, look at verse number 11. Uh, it's at the end of it, it says he'll give mercy toward what? Them that fear him. Verse number 13, like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Verse number 17, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him. Verse number 18, to such as keep his covenants and to those that remember his commandments to do them. You see a pattern? And by the way, this pattern is all over in the Bible. Uh, he says he's going to give mercy towards them that fear him uh, and that, that love him, that keep his commandments, that follow me. He said, why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? And so here, I, I don't know. I've just read it over and over and over in the Bible. 
and you can, you can say, I'm wrong for living this way, but all I know is the Bible says that God will give mercy to them that fear Him. So I fear Him. I love Him. I reverence Him. I get to know Him. Uh, and, uh, and when I pray to Him, uh, it's reverential prayer and it's, and it's humble prayer. Uh, and I don't, I don't just lollygag into the throne room of grace and claim, and claim grace and mercy from God. You said you would. You ever prayed this way? God, um, you said if I confess my sin to you that you're faithful and just to forgive me my sins and to cleanse me of righteousness. So I claim 1 John 1, 9 in my life. Like we're coercing God uh, to, to, to cleanse us by making him keep his promises and repentance is the furthest thing from our heart because we'll pray those prayers in the back of our mind in the recess. We know we're going to do it again in an hour or tomorrow. That's not repentance. That's not contrition. That's not a broken, contrite heart before God and said, God, uh, that's not a woe, woe unto me for I am a man of unclean lips as we see the thrice holy God of the Bible. Uh, we've been so conditioned uh, in, uh, in this day and age uh, that, uh, that, God is, that God's such a God of love and doesn't care and on and on and Jesus is my homeboy or whatever. Like we don't, like we don't, have, to, we don't have to pray. Uh, and, uh, and, and it's just, um, uh, it's a terrible, terrible uh, place to think. But, uh, but notice how his grace is multiplied uh, again, verse 13, well, verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far he moves our transgressions from us. And uh, one of the wonderful blessings about grace and mercy uh, is that when we confess sin to God, uh, I, I, if I if leave here today uh, and, uh, and commit an egregious sin, uh, I will not go to hell based on the promise of God's word. I, I belong to him, my home. Uh, and, uh, but uh, if I commit an egregious sin, uh, and uh, then I need to pray and ask God to forgive me uh, and me and grant me fellowship. My, prayer, uh, my sin affects uh, my prayer life. Uh, it affects my relationship with others. The Bible says it withholding good things from me. Uh, it's leaven and it's dirty and it's rotten. Uh, and I've got to fight back the flesh every single day and live in the spirit. Uh, and, uh, and I've got to yield my members uh, unto righteousness and I need to keep my, uh, my thoughts and my mind and my heart and, uh, and I need to make covenants with my eyes and, uh, and, uh, and let the, uh, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in His sight. That's what the Bible says. In those moments where I find that it's not, uh, when my meditation isn't, uh, it isn't acceptable in, his, in my mind and I'm thinking about say, God, forgive me. And you know what he does? Just what he said. But God help me if it's like, oh, sorry, I shouldn't do that. But you said you'd forgive me, so forgive me. And uh, the Bible says something, and, and I've never ever been really to wrap, uh, able to wrap my mind around it fully and probably won't uh, until I uh, get to see the Lord face to face. Uh, but he says something like this, uh, when we sin willingly, uh, there is a fearful looking for of judgment. 
Now, I don't know what that means. I know I can't lose my salvation. I know I can suffer loss. We talked about that uh, this morning as I stand before God. Uh, and, uh, and there's just something about the fact if, I'm, uh, uh, if I turn the grace of God into lasciviousness, if I abuse the grace of God and live in sin when God says to forbid it, and I choose consciously to commit a sin uh, because I'm under grace, uh, there's just something about that that I don't understand uh, that I want to stay as far away from it as I possibly can. That's just me. I don't know what, I don't know, I'm just saying, I don't know what that, that means, but it's in the book. So, so when I say, I, I know this is, I'm a, I'm a child of God, I know this is wrong, I'm going to do it anyway. There's just something about that, that I believe when I stand before God, there's just something about how that's dealt with uh, that's a little different, that, that probably isn't going to go well for me. So, so we shouldn't willfully sin. We should stay away from it. God says to abstain from it. And even, not, not just the sin, but even the appearance of it. <laughs> or uh, to not make provision uh, for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. He's, it's multiplied. He says, like a father that pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. And remember that we are dust. Uh, and maybe, maybe in prayer, it's like, God, maybe, God you know me, and I'm, I'm a mess. You know my frame. You know, you might, I think it's fair to remind God uh, who he got when, when he found you. Uh, like, God, I, I'm so thankful for saving me, but I'm a, I'm a wretch. And you plucked me out of the miry, the miry clay and he, you set me on solid ground and I know I don't deserve it. And God, uh, I am a full-time project for you uh, and, uh, and I don't even know why you even put up with me. You know me. He does. He says he knows us before he even forms it. He knows that how many hairs are on our head. He knows everything about us before we know about it. And so, so I don't know, I've, I've prayed before. I've just said, God, you know, I'm a mess. And I know you love me. And I don't know why. And But thank you. I'm thankful. God, you're so good. And for your mercy... Uh, and, uh, and you pity me and you know my frame and, and, and how weak, it says, verse 15, as for a man, his days are grass and his flower of the field is, he flourisheth. The wind passeth over uh, and it is gone and the place thereof shall know it no more. And, and, uh, but his mercy is also maintained. I think about, you know, it says, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. If you think about uh, God uh, and uh, let's say uh, till the time of Christ and say 2,000 years and we think about uh, the church age that we're in and, uh, and if the trump sounds uh, and uh, the Lord returns, we know, we know what that means. There's uh, seven years and we, we talked about the millennial kingdom a little bit this morning. There's a thousand years to that and, uh, and we know that what if God added maybe another thousand years and uh, maybe another 500? It, 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 those, all have, those are all, all finite numbers. Um, but God says that his mercy is from everlasting to everlasting and his righteousness unto children's children to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do them. Uh, and uh, so, um, uh, you know, you don't, you don't have to go to Bible college and get a doctor of ministry degree. Uh, to be able to understand that there's a connection between the fear of God and obedience to God and His mercy. It's throughout the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, under grace, whatever, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You can be a dispensationalist, a hyper-dispensationalist, a super-hyper-dispensationalist. 
Whatever it is, you put a label on anything. All I know is God says, you obey me, you love me, you keep my commandments. Uh, I'm going to bless you, I'm going to do this, that. And, uh, and, uh, and, he, and he gives mercy to them that do that. So, so you might be, and I'm done, uh, you might be the kind of person who is bought into the idea that, um, you know, a, a Christian, you know, God, God loves everybody and he doesn't love some people more than other people. Okay? You ever heard that? Does it, just because you do that doesn't mean that, that, that God loves you more than he loves me. Uh, okay? Uh, and, uh, and I mean, I kind of get what they're saying, but the Bible says if you love him, you keep his commandments. Okay? And so we got to wrap our mind around that. So you, might have, you may have just bought into the fact that there's, that there's nothing that you should do in your life to try to get the favor of God in your life. Because grace is extended to everybody uh, and, uh, and you haven't really bought into the whole manifold grace stuff. And, and so you just, you just bought into that whole thing uh, about grace. Uh, but please understand this about mercy. Um, there, there's just as many and probably more verses in the Bible about God saying, if you do right, um, I won't. Uh, and if you walk with me, uh, if you turn from your wicked ways, if, uh, if, if you humble yourself, if you pray, God says, I, I would. Uh, and uh, and uh, if you didn't, uh, and, uh, but if you, if you love me and follow me and obey me, then, then I won't destroy your nation. Uh, then, I, then I won't destroy you. Uh, then, I, then I won't, I won't uh, it, it's just clear in the Bible. And so you just, you just might think there's nothing you can do in your life. Uh, and if you, if you try to do stuff to make God happy with you, uh, and uh, that's just a legalistic uh, approach to the Bible. It's not. Okay, but if you believe that, but don't, don't please, 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 please don't believe that about mercy. And uh, because, because, in your life, hands down, um, you need God's mercy uh, in, in, in your life more than, than you need the blessings of God in His grace. I'm just being honest. That's where most, that's where most Christians are. Uh, and we spend more time asking Him to help us and give us mercy than thanking Him for the good things that He's done. And our sins with, is, is withholding them from us anyways. And we're regarding iniquity in our heart. He doesn't hear our prayers. And, and what God needs us to do is say, God, I'm so sorry. And, uh, I, I, and, and would you please forgive me? Uh, and, uh, and, and as a Christian who's read their Bible and you just know that there's a fountain flowing, full of mercy, that God, God uh, is so good uh, and, uh, and he's just going to come through and I'm so thankful for that. Uh, and uh, it's one of the greatest benefits that we have uh, in, in, in the word of God. And he says, the Lord, verse 19, hath prepared his throne in heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, and excel in strength that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of, the word, uh, of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. <laughs> I says the Bible's full of them. And, uh, and so uh, here's, here's how... I think we ought to live our lives um, with our heart completely fixed on the fact 
uh, that we're born again, we're saved and grateful for it. And I'm going to live to give glory to God uh, with my life. I'm going to obey Him and follow Him. I, I'm going to desire the things of the Word of God and, and to grow. I'm going to keep His statutes and His commandments and His principles. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm just going to follow Him and I'm going to obey Him. And His commandments are not grievous and I love Him. And this, His Word is, 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 is better than, and more neat, than my necessary food. And in all my understanding and all my getting to get understanding, I'm seek wisdom and, and it's more precious than rubies and I'm just going to love God. I'm going to obey him uh, and, uh, and I'm going to go to heaven because he saved me. Uh, and, uh, and, if, and if he doesn't come back, the rapture doesn't happen and I live another 10 years, 20 years, 30, 40, 50 years. Uh, I'm just going to try to be good. And because uh, the Bible says um, he'll give mercy to them that fear him. And, uh, and so just remember, just be God-fearing, a God-fearing Christian. That, that the God that you serve is the God of this book, not one that you've curated in your mind that loves everybody and is good with everything. Because uh, the thrice holy God of the Bible uh, has a lot to say about those things in the word of God. Um, uh, today... Earlier this morning, um, I had uh, I stopped to get a cup of coffee, <clears throat> and uh, I had my my uniform on, uh, and uh, my Christian uniform, uh, and uh, and uh, but the person I was talking to had different uniform, uh, and uh, and uh, their uh, their mask, uh, their corona, the mask that they were wearing, it's a rainbow mask. Uh, and uh, and uh, some of the stickers and the buttons and the different things, uh, they had their uniform. They had what they're standing for, their uniform on. Uh, the message that uh, they were sending was loud and clear. And, uh, and so they said, uh, this was the question, they said, well, what, are you, um, what are you doing this weekend? And, uh, and uh, I said, well, I'm going to be spending pretty much the whole day in church. And then it was kind of like, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, those westerns uh, where all of a sudden you hear the, uh, you know, the, yeah, the whistling, the different things, like, it's like it's on. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and here's, and, and you know what, uh, I'm just going to obey this book, and I'm going to live for him, and, and live it loud, and live it proud, uh, and, uh, and let my light shine. Uh, and, and, and watch what I say and watch what I do, because I love him. But it's beyond that. He, he loves me. And so, and so I'm going to live for him. And that's going to temper those things uh, in my life. And, and, and all, I, all I know, uh, what I can get from, from the Bible, he loves me, it's not straight, he loves me, he's bringing me to an expected end, I'm his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, under good works, and, uh, and he's molding and shaping me, he's a potter, he's Abba Father, and, uh, and I draw an eye to him. He, uh, there's so many things in the Bible about, about my relationship with him, and I work on that all the time, and I love him, and I want to spend time with him. But I'm going to be good. And, uh, and, the, and the gooder I am, Brother Tom... The gooder I am, the greater my chances uh, of, 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 of receiving mercy when I need it. We've read several, just one psalm with several times in that one psalm that says that to be so. So I'm just going to believe the book, uh, not somebody who wrote a book about the book. 
saying uh, that that's not necessary. Uh, and uh, I'd, much, I'd much rather go through life with, with this paradigm than that one. And uh, because, because if, uh, if, I'm, if I'm right and they're wrong, um, you know, that's a pretty bad thing. But if I'm wrong and they're right, I'm still staying out of a lot of trouble uh, if, uh, if that is the case. And so thank God for his mercy. We're out of time. Let's all stand tonight. And we're going to.